Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. So, Father, we thank you that when we lift our voice and shout, all the walls come tumbling down. So we speak to fear, it has to fall. We speak to worry, it has to fall. We speak to doubt, it has to fall. We speak to grief, it has to fall. We speak to lack, it has to fall. We speak to disobedience, it has to fall. We speak to worry, it has to fall. We speak to depression, it has to fall. We speak your word and it rises. It rises above every situation and circumstance. Father, we thank you in advance for your anointing that's present today. We thank you that your healing is going forth throughout this congregation, throughout all that are watching worldwide. We thank you in advance that how they came in is not how they're going to leave out because your anointing is strong. Your anointing is present. That anointing of peace that will allow us to hear your word as it goes forth in might, power, and dominion. And all in agreement say, amen, amen, amen. Have a seat, guys. Glory to God. Welcome to CGM. We got some good stuff that's going to take place today. And all I'm asking you to do is be a participant of it. Started a new series on called Ignite. That's fire. Y'all know what Ignite is, right? That's when you set something on fire. <laughs> but what we want to do is we want to get to a place where anger is not on fire. You follow what I'm saying? Anger is not on fire. Because anger can be a result of uncertainty. What we talked about last week or the week before was how uncertainty, when you are certain about something, you rest in it. If you know that loan going through for the house, you're certain about it so you can rest in it. When you know that child is going to do the right thing, you can rest. Because what? You're certain. But what we, what we found out was when we get uncertain, that's when trouble comes because we don't know what to expect. You, you coming home and, and you and your spouse are supposed to go out on a nice date and uh, uh, something happened and you can't go. You get a little teed out because you've been thinking about that for how long? Whenever y'all discussed it. You promised a new job or you promised your, your, your first apartment. And then all of a sudden something falls through. You were certain that you were going to move in. But anger arises when you are uncertain. But what we got to do is get to the point where we can talk to the anger. Tell it what it's going to do. Tell it what's not allowed. Okay, so this is a, a word that God gave me. He said, if uncertainty is one driving force of anger and we are living in one of the most uncertain times we have ever encountered, who will be in control, us or our anger? That's a real question. So, guys, decide over here. Give me two people. Who, who do you think I'm being? And, and don't just say it because it's the right thing to say. <laughs> say it because you feel that way. Based off what you're going through right now, who's winning, anger or you? You say us. All right. I got one person over there. Okay. What about this side? Who winning? It? Us. Okay. Who we got back here? Well, Pastor, my anger been winning lately. So okay. I, I appreciate right your honesty. Well, there you're going to pay attention to the teacher. Get your healing. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate your honesty. Our struggle with anger. Y'all write this down because I want it to be real for you. Our struggle with anger can warp our perspective 
so we can't trust it. So if you know you got issues with anger, that means you can't trust it, right? Because it's going to warp your perspective. You're going to see the other person. You won't see what you did in it. How, how many of us know I'm going to see our part in it? Okay, everybody say amen. That, that's where I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it right there, Candace. I'm going to leave it right there. We don't normally say our part in but when we get angry, our perspective get twisted. It get warped. And we see them as doing the wrong, always doing the wrong thing. We don't even pay attention to our tone of voice. Y- y- y'all know your tone of voice. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, you might say something right. We, you might say something proper. But your tone. Can anybody give me a tone of voice? <laughs> we'll say, come on. So and then, you know, what Will, what he heard was, honey, come on. But is that what Will say? All right, all right, I'm going to move on. Y'all, y'all, not, 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 y'all not like struggling with that anger piece. So this was awesome. I'm just looking at scriptures about anger. Check this out. Anger boomerangs. In Ephesians, I mean, Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 9 in the message. Y'all check this out, though. Don't be quick to fly off the handle because anger boomerangs. Y'all know what that is, right? You throw it, and then what does it do? It come back? Are y'all ready for the next part? You can spot a fool by the lumps on his head. You look at somebody, I mean, y'all pay attention there, pay attention. Have y'all ever seen somebody with a black eye? Did you have to ask him what happened? Why, don't, why didn't you have to ask him what happened? Because you know something bad happened. Their mama and their daddy told them, just don't, let them have the last word, don't say nothing back to them, just leave them alone. But no, 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 I'm going to say what I feel. It's a lot of people in the cemetery that said the last, had the last word. Amen. That's all I'm saying. I mean, if he's right here, I mean, Ecclesiastes said it right there. Your anger, you're quick, it'll fly off on the handle, but it's going to come back. So, you know, next time you see somebody with something on the head, you know, it, it might not be a, a mosquito bite. Somebody might have tapped them on the head. All right. <laughs> Stop being angry. Psalms 37 verse 8 says, and guys, in this teaching, not right now, I'm going to teach you how to process anger in real time, okay? In Psalms chapter 37, verse 8, it says, Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Uh-oh, what's going to happen? Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. See, you, our, we thinking our anger going to lead to their harm. Am I lying on anybody? I, I know this is an angry side back there. <laughs> this side trying to act holy over here. But it only leads to harm. Who's harm? yours. There's no such thing as an unexpressed emotion. It goes somewhere and it does something. You're going to say something ugly or special and then you think you're going to walk away and it's not going to affect you? The thing about sports is I got to get you to play my game and not yours. So if you're a person that's easygoing and then you encounter somebody that's hostile, chaotic, special, they can can say things ugly and it don't bother them because where they live. They, they live there. You're a peaceful person, easygoing person. But then it, it jumps all over you. Why, why would they say such a thing? Because they special. I mean, st- let me just be real. Can I be real for a second? Why are we surprised by the same people that always act ugly? I mean, if, if they always late, then why are you surprised? Well, I thought you were going to be on time. When did that start? You, 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 you tell them about how great something is, and then what they, they, they do? They pop your bubble. 
So now, every time I tell them I'm getting a raise, getting a new car, getting a new house, getting new clothes, and they say something ugly, then why are you telling them? But then you come back and you say, yeah, I tried to tell her. I told her I'd even buy her something or buy him something. Why, why, why are you going through all that? You know what to expect. It, it leads to harm. I mean, y'all, y'all don't like this, but, but it's okay. It's okay. It's still true anyway. <laughs> People are where they are because that's where they choose to be. If you got a mind, and everybody do, he say, think on those things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, virtuous, of good report. So if something is not virtuous or life-giving, why are we hanging around with it? If something's not peaceful, why are we hanging around with it? There's no law that says you got to visit them. Meet them outside somewhere. Meet them outside the door. <laughs> Go out to lunch and not dinner. Y'all know why, why I say lunch? You got to get back to work. <laughs> Dinner is, is on and on and on. So I'm going, and you drive. Don't, 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 don't ride. I mean, I'm just all talking about people who are special. If you got somebody that's, 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 you can be with and you enjoy being with and you ain't got to put up to God. Anybody ever here put up to God when you're around certain people? Raise your hand. Got to put up God. Because y'all look around and y'all make sure y'all see y'all not by yourself. So I'm permitting myself to be angry because I'm eating with you. Y- y'all try this. Y'all, y'all ready? Just say no. In a minute, I'm going to say, y'all repeat after me. Repeat after me. Just say no. Okay? Just try it. Now, you know, if they in here, they're going to know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor told them to say no. And then they said, hey, man, can we get together tomorrow? No. Pastor told you that. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. All right. So, so anger can be a result of uncertainty. Now, I want to I'm really aiming this at the teens that are in here because I want them to know what's happening to their body when they get angry. You know, because most adults, we got special ones in here to say they don't get angry. So this won't be for them. Okay? So, so y'all help me out. Facial expressions, frowning or, uh, or glaring. Can I get a teen to come up and show us what that look like? All right, you can take the mask down so they can see everything, brother. There it is right there. And, and, Miss Erica, are you here? Where's Miss Erica? Raise your hand. That's the mama right there. Have you ever seen that face? Yeah, and then he says, it's nothing wrong. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> and he said nothing wrong. So, 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 so Devin, how long do it take you to admit there's something wrong? I, I need a mic, guys. Uh, what, what, what did you say? Oh, oh I, don't, I don't have that. She, she already answered. Thank you anyway. Thank you anyway. <laughs> she said he don't admit it. He don't admit it. All right, so I need another face. Body language, strong stance or turning away. Who, who's going to come up? What team going to come up and show me that one? Oh, you, oh, oh, you, want, you a team? Come on up. Trying to act like a team. Come on up. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, all right. All right, y'all saw? Body language, stance ready to fight, right? All right, let's see what this one. Tone of voice, speaking grumpy and yelling. Who is that? See why y'all just, oh, oh, here come, here come. Okay now. Here come the brother coming. He's breathing before he get here. <laughs> All right, brother, what's going on? You can take the mask down for this one. <laughs> All right, thank you, brother. <laughs> Physical response, sweating and turning red. I don't, I don't think we can do that one. Okay, all right. 
uh, aggressive behavior, hitting, kicking, or throwing. Who, who said they'll throw something in a minute? Oh, yeah, yeah, we always see you. We, that's us. We, we got to talk to you. Talk to that sister. <laughs> anybody ever see anybody like that? Yeah. 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 What, what normally happened? They punch the wall? Hurt themselves? But get, get a sister Mike. Tell her what, tell her what you do. <laughs> she says she's kicking, hitting, and, and throwing. Go, go ahead. What, what normally happened? What, what's happened? Um, kitchen. Uh-huh. Maybe a little bit more forceful. Okay. If I'm in the room trying to clean up stuff, okay, a little bit more forceful. Gotcha. Okay. Sound effects. Sound effects. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate the honesty. Yes, sir. How many people sitting beside her? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Security. Security. Just, 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 just be on the lookout. Huh? Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. So I have a question. Okay. Um, and this is a serious question. So we're talking about this. So why is everybody laughing? Because that's how they're processing the, the, the pain, the reality of it. Were you not laughing? I was not laughing. Because? Because I don't think it's funny. Okay. But you enter into it. I, I enter into it as being very serious okay. when they do okay. these things. Okay. So you process your emotions different than how they're processing theirs, but it's not to say that it's right or wrong. It's just whatever they have to do to process it. Okay? okay. But good question. All right. What else? Oh, uh, I'm at this. Fools display their anger. A short-sighted fool always loses his temper and displays his anger. So you know what they're going to do? Because they, they, what did the scripture say? See, we, we, we try to add stuff to the word that's not there. It said they're going to display it. So they're going to show it. So we don't have to wonder about when. We can wonder when, but it's going to happen. But a wise man uses self-control and holds it back uses self-control. So self-control is a choice. So I'm going to ask you a question. So what is self-control? You, you, you want to say something? Go, go ahead, Tamika. You want to say something? She keep looking at me. Might come in her way. What is self-control? Not reacting when you want to. Not reacting when you want to. Okay. So what stops you from doing that, Tamika? I mean, what do you have to tell yourself to operate in not doing what you want to do? I'm usually praying, so I don't do what I want to do. Okay, all right, okay. All right, over here. Well, what stops you from doing what you don't want to do? How do you use self-control when you get angry? Um, I try to walk out of the room and, and okay. take, take, take a time out. So okay, yeah. okay, walk out of the room, take a time out. Okay, all right, who else? How do you use self-control when you get angry? Yes, I say that my peace... Where's keep it? it? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I say that my, I'm going to keep my peace is not worth it. Okay, I'm going to keep my peace... Okay, it's not worth it. Okay, we got one up here. Because see, the emotion comes first, then the thought comes. The emotion is so quick, it comes first. And then you got to ask yourself, so what am I thinking? What am I feeling? Someone online just said, what about not showing it, but shut down to be in control? Ooh. That's shut down to be in control. As long as they are still processing when they shut down, because most people, when they shut down, what happens is they are staying in that moment instead of processing past the moment. You, you understand what I'm saying? I, you, you know, just being real time. Can we go real time just for a quick second? And, and I appreciate your honesty. Sometimes we shut down because we want somebody else to ask us what's wrong. But if we're shutting down and we process, okay, now, you know, I'm going to count to 10 because if I don't, I'm going to jump out at them. 
You know, I'm going to give them a different face. Darren face. I'm going to give them a face. So as long as you are shutting down for distance and processing that, because you don't want that stuff to house up. Y'all know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, think, Dale? About, think about consequences. Okay, that's what you'll do? Uh-huh. Okay, you think about consequences. And, and, and what's one that you were glad that you did, Mike? Uh, there was times in the past where I could have gotten myself in some serious trouble if, okay. I, if I had followed my anger. Okay. So for every action, there's a consequence. Okay. So right. you got to keep that in mind when you get angry. Okay, all right. And sometimes you know the person wants you to react. Yeah. So you are purposely don't react because I know the person wants a reaction. Okay. <laughs> Have y'all ever told yourself something while you're looking at somebody special? Yeah. Okay. I love, y'all ain't cussing them out though in your mind, do y'all? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, y'all? I appreciate your honesty. Okay. All right. When I'm angry, I, I, I may say something that I re- regret. Uh-huh. So I've learned to just hesitate. Okay. Until I can get myself together because okay. I don't trust myself. Gotcha. Okay. When I'm in that in that em- initial emotion. Okay. Appreciate your honesty. All right. So we can tell that, that, that we, 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 we need some healing manifest, right? And, and it's okay. I mean, Jesus got angry when he went in the temple. I mean, he didn't see no belt, so he just got some rope and tied it up. And he's like, okay, I'm going to take care of this. You know, when you turn over money, you, you deal with anybody ever deal with money? And, 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 you know, you lend it to somebody, they don't pay you back. Uh oh, uh oh, Nicole, <laughs> it happened. And, and, and I'm telling you, man, that relationship different. But he went in there because he knew he was in right stand. That, that's righteous indignation. Righteous indignation is when you walk through the fire, you don't get burnt. It don't. I mean, even the fire run from you because you're walking in the power of God. And I'm telling you, you say what needs to be said and you do what needs to be done. Yeah, just just wait on that from God. Okay, don't don't. Okay, go ahead. Somebody had a question back there. <laughs> Am I good? So you told me what self-control is, and you also told me how you use it when you get angry. How, how many of y'all were honest with that? Okay, all right. One brother, raise his hand. All right. <laughs> now, let's look at signs of anger. And this is where I want adults who don't know when, you know, because some of us don't know when we're angry. How many of y'all have a child with that? Be honest. Okay. All right, two, three, four. Okay. All right, these signs of anger. Always feeling displeased or dissatisfied. You're always mad about something. You get a meal, and, and you don't like how the toast was toasted. You're always mad about something. Somebody take you to the movies, and you're mad because you can't sit in the middle seat. Okay? <laughs> okay, yes, sir. I, I finally grew. Wayne and I, we go to the movie now because he's he the action man. We go to the movie action. And uh, I usually I sit in the middle. Got to sit in the middle because that way you're seeing everything in the center. And I worked on that thing, man. You know, I, I did it gradually. How many of y'all know change can be gradual? So, you know, I get almost to the middle. And then I step out a little bit further. Now I can sit on both ends and watch the movie and enjoy the tip. That's all. That's all. Anything that, write this down. Don't be mastered by anything that's not of God. Because who you yield yourself to, that is who you are servant to. So I, I, I thought to myself, man, that's jacked up. You got to sit in the middle of the movie. You should be able to say, all them seats they got, why you got to be in the middle? I'm just serious, man. So anything that conquers you, shit, except you in love with God. And he doesn't force his way. It's a choice. 
But anything, I mean, if it's, if it's, uh, what, is Audrey in here? She over there? Audrey, just want to let you know I eat more than four cookies. I just want to tell Audrey, because, you know, four cookies, I told, I told the congregation, I said, I eat four cookies. But see, that's my way of giving myself a boundary. Audrey, she loved me. I think it was my birthday. She gave me two packs of four cookies. And I said, Audrey? <laughs> so she got the picture. For Christmas, she gave me a whole bunch of cookies. Amen? But see, that was my way. If I know I'm addicted to cookies, then I got to set a boundary with that cookie, because I'm not supposed to be bound by anything. So, you know, Curly got my cookies. What, what, what kind is that? Oreo? Oreo lemons. That's a hint. Oreo lemons. Okay? They, they come in a pack. Certain days they don't sell at Publix. Okay? All right? And so what I do, I just pull back. My hand automatically do like this. See, that's four. I automatically go in and get the four. Like it. That, that's what it do. Okay? The other day it said, go ahead and get five. You didn't get one yesterday. I said, no, my hand stayed just like that. I'm just telling y'all how it's done. Okay? All right? You, you heard my wife? He goes in there. <laughs> we have a box with all his sweets, and mm-hmm. he goes, and his hand is measured a certain amount, mm-hmm. and he comes out with that exact measure. There it is, right there. I just got to eat them slower. Yeah, 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 I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you can make compensation there. I don't eat the whole thing. You, you got to break it off so you got two pieces. Okay? So then, you know, if you do it forward, by the time it's eight. You see what I'm saying? You got to do stuff with your head, man. I'm serious. And, and you know, the thing to get me, though, is. The one that you pick off, it never has the, the filler in it. The filler always go on the other side. But that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Yes, ma'am. Might come your way. Oh, thank you, Christian. Yes, sir. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> well, Pastor, how do you deal with anger when it comes to a loved one? So, like, right now I'm feeling yuckies okay. just from the tone that okay. was just mentioned a few uh-huh. minutes ago. Okay. I'm feeling yuckies because I felt like that was not addressed in the right tone. Okay. So, I clearly need to say the forgiveness prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first place I go is by thought. I'm going virtue. What's life-giving? So, I always go life-giving because, to me, if I ask that question, is that life-giving, and the answer is no, then I need to change it really quick. And so, that's, that's what I do. I always go life-giving, but then I do forgiveness. Good question. All right. Anybody else? All right. Oh, we got no. So when you're having a conversation with somebody, because I'm feeling yuckies too, but I don't call them yuckies, Pastor, but I appreciate that <laughs> word that y'all got for us now. <laughs> However, I was just sitting back here. I'm glad you guys said something because I'm sitting back here and I'm feeling like, you know, the atmosphere has changed. Mm-hmm. And me personally, I'm feeling hot. Like, I'm feeling a lot of them things from your other slide, Pastor. Okay. Uh-huh. And um, I don't know how, like, let's say in an instant like this, how am I supposed to recover from that so fast? And and then try to come right back where we are and into a place where I can receive. Okay. All right. So, so you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Put your hand on your heart. She ain't the only one. Okay. Whatever you talk about manifests. So I'm talking about anger. Because I'm tired of the fakeness. I'm tired of fakeness. I'm tired of people dying because they did not process their emotion. I'm tired of that. So people think they're getting away with it and nobody knows about it. That's a bald-faced lie. Is that a such thing as a bald-faced lie? Oh, 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 okay. And, and, and so what happens is, you know, people take the things that I say over time lightly. 
But I'm saying it because there is an emergency that people have not realized. See, the devil knows everything there is to know about you because we served him first. So he said, what I'll do is I'll wait over time and their anger will kill them. Because he thinks he has time. So something to start hurting with your knees, certain, your leg, your head, your eyes, your, those things are not, those things are inflicted by unresolved anger. Whenever you go to the doctor and the doctor tells you we don't understand or we don't know why that's happening, that's a spiritual thing. I'm not going to let nobody kill me by me not processing how special they are. Not going to do it. So that's just me and that's my information to you guys. Not one, Mike needs back there, not one single child of ours in ministry, this is my goal, is going to commit suicide. Because I'm going to do everything that I can in my power to bring them to a place where they know what to do with their emotion, how to process their emotion, when to speak, when to be silent, and when to walk fully in their anointing. I'm not treating them like they're children. I'm, th th these groups that are here, I'm treating them like they're adults because, guys, they know a whole lot more than what they're telling you they know. And I'm not trying to put down no parent. I'm just talking about the people that I talk to that come to counseling that are children. It's real stuff, guys. It is real stuff. And they're not coming home talking about that. I mean, how does that look coming home telling somebody, telling their parent that I'm being bullied? It feels ashamed. So, parents, you got to process past that. What does it look like for a child to come home and say, I was over here and I got molested? But it's us that got to look at their behavior and see what changed. But if you're listening to God, you can see through, you can talk through, and you can ask questions enough to get their guards to come down where they can tell you how they really feel. So anger is it. This is what I'm seeing that's going to kill people is anger. Uh, we, I mean, uh, Porter? Pain manifesting in your body from anger. If you feel that, are you speaking to the pain or are you going back and checking where that anger is coming from? I always ask where is the anger coming from. I, I, and I'll say, Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know about my knee hurting. What is it attached to? And he tells you fast because what does he do? He talks fast. So th that's what I always do. So once he tells me, then I speak to the anger. And I speak to the anger. If he says it's attached to somebody, then I forgive them. And then I speak to the, the, the pain. Yeah, good question. We got one over here. So, Pastor, my question is, when you're dealing with children and anger or bullying or any of, any of those things, sometimes I feel that your kids may not tell you because they feel like you're going to embarrass them by going and saying something. Mm -hmm. So how do you, as a parent, allow your kid to know it's okay for you as a mom or a dad or whomever to, it's like, it's okay to stand up. It's like, they don't want you to stand up. It's like they do, but don't want you mm -hmm. to stand mm -hmm. up for them. Mm -hmm. How do you, how okay. do you work with? Okay. With Good that? question. So one of the things you do, once they open up, you ask them, no, I could go to school. I can talk to the principal. We can talk to the parents. How would you want me to handle it? Because I don't want to embarrass you. Now, if they say leave it alone, then what do you do? They think you left it alone. Y'all understand what I'm saying? They think you left it alone. But guys, I, I'm not telling you this to go against your grain. 
But I have noticed, I know I got confident when I took martial arts. Now, I'm not saying your child going to end up kicking somebody and stuff like that, but it's a lot different when you are prepared for what's about to happen. Anybody in here took martial arts? I mean, what, what have you guys noticed? Are you more confident? I got mics back there where the two people raised their hand and three people raised their hand. Uh, well, I don't, I guess now if I would think about it more, I'd be more confident and like, I would know how I would be confident. Yeah. But when I was younger and taking martial arts, that was just, I guess, the normal for me. So I didn't feel the type of way about it. Okay. Didn't like, feel either way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Appreciate your honesty. Um, it did make me feel more confident when I took Wing Chun. Um, it did. It did. Uh -huh. Um, as a single woman, this is back in my twenties, okay. but as a single woman, okay. I didn't realize that I could uh -huh. be able to overpower someone else. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Who else? One. That one. Okay. Oh, for me, it was a sense of um, of like a completion or um. Like, I got more excited that I could break the board. Okay, all You right. know, that type of... <laughs> so it wasn't really like I wanted to know how to fight somebody. Uh -huh. or it was just more of that excitement of, ooh, okay, I learned how to do that. I okay, all right, all right. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, I think it, it definitely gives you confidence. Okay. And I know you... When I started doing it, um, I think people have the assumption that you're doing it to learn how to beat mm -hmm. up on somebody. Mm -hmm. And that's really not what it is teaches you a lot of discipline too yeah. mm -hmm. um so i think it has more benefits um than just giving you confidence gotcha too. okay all right more benefits than just confidence i'm speaking for trenton he okay. told me that if somebody bothers him he gives them a warning because he knows he's stronger than them mm -hmm. so he's like don't do it again okay or i'm gonna have to do whatever okay there but is. it teaches him that he knows he's stronger and mm -hmm. can hurt them so he mm -hmm. just warns them to leave him alone mm -hmm. Amen. And that's how our instructor taught us, was he taught us the only reason you fight is because you ha have doubt as to whether you can win. So he says that would be the only reason you would fight. So if you know you can win, just like his, is his taekwondo? That's what mine was. Yeah. And that's what the instructor taught us. Martial arts, but I took a self-defense class yeah. at a time when I was at my lowest. Okay. And it helped me to walk up straight. Okay. And it made me feel like that it was not okay to gotcha. treat me any old kind of way. There it is. Mm -hmm. That I had the power to say no to certain types of behaviors. Okay. And I didn't have to put up with it. Okay. And, and, and so if, if you don't want to send a martial out, a female, your daughter, then uh, send, take them to martial, I mean, to a, a self-defense class. When someone touches you, or pushes you, the first thing you do is you look at their, into their eyes and you make sure you don't blink. Because before you fight, your eyes normally get real small because it's focusing on how it's going to take you out. A person who looks in their, your eyes, when you're looking at them, they can see your pupils change. You don't say a word, you just look directly into their eyes. And they'll normally say, oh, oh, you think this? And you don't move. But you're setting up distance between you and him or you and him and her. You're setting up distance. So the distance is you step back further enough where they can't kick you. But guys, I'm telling you, the children are, they're not telling you everything. That's the best way I can put that. They're not telling you everything. So 
It's up to us as parents. But you want to prepare them. So, you know, like I said, you know, I tell you what, you ask the Holy Spirit, is it okay? Because some people don't believe that it's okay to take martial arts while you, you are a Christian. I just don't go through the meditation process. They say meditate, I'm meditating on him. Okay? And I'm, but I'm meditating on the warrior scriptures, though. I'm, I'm not going love over here. No, I'm not. I'm just being honest with you. Okay, y'all got Good questions, though. And we're going to do more at the end of uh, church after church. Faith said that, yes, in physical situations, she felt more confident. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stop wishing that it would go away because that's all I'm going to say. Are right, y'all ready to forgive? Get stuff out of your heart. I appreciate it. All right. How many need to do it? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So just close your eyes. Repeat after me, Father, in the name of Jesus. I choose to forgive. And you tell them to who, or if you don't know the person, what about? What is it that you're choosing to forgive? And you're going in detail. You're not just saying about what somebody said or what somebody did. We'll go into detail. Father, I'm choosing to forgive Billy Bob because of what he said and how he he disrespected me or, or dishonored me by saying something a certain way and, and, and his way had a tone attached to it and had, it had multiple meanings and it didn't have what it said. It had multiple things attached to it and so forth. So I'm choosing to forgive. And y'all listed the reason. And I forfeit my right to seek revenge or to hold on to any anger, bitterness, or resentment. I thank you for healing my damaged emotion. I desire to be changed by your spirit into the person of God you created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Just close your eyes. Keep your eyes closed and just hand that away. Just give it away. Just give it away. Just give it away. Just give it away. Take your hand off your heart and just give it away. And Holy Spirit, now that they have given that away, what is it that you wanted to give them in return for what they just gave you? And he talks fast and just, just, just let me know what it is. Just put your hand down and then raise your hand up to let me know that he already gave it to you. Okay, okay, I see you, I see you, I see you, I see you, I see you. Anybody, you can go behind, anybody want to share what they, they received? I got one right here. So I forgave two people. Okay. So I got... Um, love and peace. Love and peace. Okay. Got one up here. Raise it a little higher. There you go. Yes, ma'am. I received unconditional love. Okay. All right. Unconditional love. Okay. I received healing. I've had a pain, a sharp pain down my arm for okay. the last week. Uh huh. I received healing. Okay. All right. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Um, confidence. Confidence. Okay. All right. We got one right here. Oh, go ahead, Will. Uh, I received uh, being more patient. Patient, okay. I received peace. Okay, peace, okay. Anybody else? Okay. I received peace, too. Peace, okay. I also received peace. Also received. You, you know, most of the time, how many of y'all said peace? Raise your hand, you said peace. Okay. All right. So, Holy Spirit, would you mind revealing to them in a moment of time, show them, movie script, what peace looks like in their life? Because a lot of people receive peace, but they don't know what it looks like. So when it comes, they think something wrong. Would you mind showing them? So those who raise their hand about peace, just allow the Holy Spirit, shut your eyes. 
allow him to show you what peace looks like. He normally does a movie script. And when he started to show you, just slip up your hand so I can see. Okay, I see it. I see it. Okay, no pressure attached to that. I'm going to keep on going. You can keep going. Uh, constantly hurting others verbally or physically. See, the key word there is constantly. So this is for children as, for, as well as adults. If somebody tell you, man, you always got something nasty to say. And I don't mean like, y'all know what I'm talking about? You just say jacked up stuff. You got a form of anger. I'm just bringing it out because I want people to know, man. Frequent regretting something you said or did. In one given day, you come back home and you decide you're going to ask Holy Spirit about the day. And he, he, he tells you, you he's he, he going to show you because he wants healing in your life. That you either said something jacked up five times or you, you did something jacked up ten times. In other words, why don't you just fix it? Allow him to fix it. He won't have to keep telling you if you stop doing it. Annoyed by small or petty things. Just annoyed about everything. The rug is not in the right place. You missed the spot on the window. Rosalind, you missed the spot on the window. What, what else people be saying? Just little stuff. The mic is turned different. How come I got to wipe it off? What happened to my tissues? They didn't have enough food. How, how come your string beans were this long instead of that long? You can get out there. But anyway. <laughs> Y'all understand what I'm saying? I mean, annoyed by everything. Just, just, just check out why, pe you know, when people get, okay. People have told me before, this is an expecting church. And I say, so, bro, what do you mean? So y'all know it's a brother. He said, well, you expect, you expect people to change here. I said, well, if they're in the word, they shouldn't be the same. And I said the word should. So if I'm teaching, I'm expecting life change. I know I'm being changed by what I'm studying. But I'm knowing about every little thing. You drive, you drive for them. They say they're tired. You drive for them. They talk about how fast you're driving. Talk about what, what else they say when you drive? Going the wrong way. Going the wrong way. You should have went down that way, right? That's the way I always go. <laughs> <laughs> but you ain't driving. <laughs> Frustrated when can't win or solve a problem. Don't play no game with these people. They're going to shake the table so the things will move or something. They're going to... Because they're mad. They're mad if they can't win. They are upset about that thing. And don't let a child beat them. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> they send the child to the room. Go to your room. When the child supposed to be up. It's only 5 o'clock. I'm just telling you. All right. People, oh, oh ooh, this, this, this. So, so children, I'm talking to you, but y'all know who I'm really talking to, right? People don't want to play with you or work with you or be with you. See, it's, it's progressive. They start out. <laughs> no, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. They play the victim or blame others for your problems. You said you were going to be here such and such. You said you were treating me to, what, what, what's the restaurant? Court, court and Jay, when y'all went to a restaurant, y'all talked about the other. Tobacco company. You, you said, meet you at tobacco company a certain time. Don't worry about it. You ain't got to pay for the parking. 
I got everything covered. But then you get there and they forgot their wallet. I thought you said, I thought you said I, you were paying me. But they blame everybody for the problems. Yeah, it, it's nothing to do with them. Any of y'all, any of y'all seen people do this? <laughs> you notice how I asked the question. You look for reasons to get upset. You look for reasons. The waitress got 1,200 people in there. There's only two or three of them, and you mad because you can't get your water refilled. I, I, I uh, met a nurse at the hospital where Larry was, and I could just see that she was stressed out. And I said, uh, so how, how many hours have you been here? She said, this is 12 of my, 11 of my 12 hours. I think that's what she said. And I said, uh, I, I can see you, 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 you're real intense. What, 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 would you mind if I asked you what's going on? She said, no, I wouldn't mind. She said, matter of fact, you're the first person that ever asked me that. There's God. She said, well, I got this man right here that I'm trying to make sure that he lives. And I got a woman down there in room number eight that's mad at me because I haven't brought her water, and she asked for it 10 minutes ago. Yeah, she, she have a right to get water. But do you account for other stuff? Do you give people excuses for why it might be this way? But other people, when you got anger, guys, you're going to look for it. You're going to look for it. You're going to look for it, and you're going to you find what you're looking for. You can write that down. You can just put, write that down. Write that down. It sounds so simple, but it's so real. Because the mind says, this is what they're after. This is what they want. Disrupt planning and events and family life. You, you don't want these people at your cookout. You don't want these people in, in nothing that you plan, because they, they're going to disrupt it. Y'all ever dealt with anybody like that? Uh-oh, their name is always being brought up, and not in a good way. Th these are forms of anger. Your name is always being brought up, and not in a good way. So I went tough on y'all today, but I'm okay with it, because I got tough. Amen? Is there a question back there? So I just want to make sure I heard the right. So like if a, if a person brings up something, a, a name, and not in a good way, even though they might laugh at about it, they might laugh about it, that is anger, right? That's yeah. Okay. Laughter is another form of anger, which is sarcasm. Okay. All right. Cool. We, don't, we can't say, as long as I, I throw the joke in there and let you laugh with it about them, then it's, it's okay because I'm laughing. We're laughing about it instead of confronting the situation. But, yeah, the name is not brought up in a good way. It's, it's always, okay, I'm, I'm going to leave that one. Okay. All right, y'all ready? Y'all ready to pray? <laughs> Anybody, got any? Anybody got any questions? <laughs> I, I like to have every head bowed, every eye closed. Father, we just thank you. We just thank you that this is the day that you have made, and we made a decision to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you in advance that the people watching, and, and people might be in here that don't know you as Lord and Savior of their lives, but this is their opportunity. This is their chance. So those in the congregation repeat after me. For those who are watching who want to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, now is your opportunity. And you just do it by confessing this prayer with us. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, you say it in your word, in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart, 
that God raised you from the dead. I shall be saved. I call on your name now. Come into my heart. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Therefore, according to your word, I am now saved. I'm born again. I have eternal life. Thank you for giving me the son. In Jesus' name, amen. Just go to Chosen RVA where the visitors and you can just fill out the information is there to allow you to understand what took place. Guys, and it's important to understand what took place because the word says that when the word goes forth, the enemy stands ready to try to take the word that was just sown. So the more you know, if you're willing to receive, the more you can grow. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, chosenrva.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Chosen RVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.